Your skepticism does not negate the truth of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Folks, whether or not you believe it, whether or not you subscribe to it, whether or not you ascribe to it, some 2,000 years ago, the second person of the triune Godhead came to this earth. He became incarnate. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as a thing to be held on to, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant that was made in the likeness of men. Philippians 2, 5 through 7. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1, 1 to 3 and verse 14. Christ Jesus came into this world, 1 Timothy 1, 15. Whether or not you believe it, whether or not you ascribe to it, whether or not you subscribe to it, some 2,000 years ago, the second person of the triune Godhead took upon himself flesh and blood. And whether or not you believe it, whether or not you ascribe to it, whether or not you subscribe to it, after living approximately 33 years, he died on a cross with real wood and real nails. And there he paid the penalty for the sins of lost humanity. And whether or not you buy into this, whether you ascribe to it, whether you subscribe to it, Three days later, he arose from the dead, physically, visibly, and triumphantly. And whether or not you hold to this, if you don't trust in Christ and in Christ alone for your salvation before the end of life's short day, you're going to wind up in a not very nice place. What the Bible calls the lake of fire. For you see, Jesus is the exclusive way. That's what he said in John 14, 6. I am the way. He did not say I'm one of many ways. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. In John 10, 9, he said, I am the door. The apostles preached in Acts 4, 12. There's none other name under heaven given amongst men whereby we must be saved. Your skepticism this morning does not negate the truth of the resurrection. Christianity, unlike every other religion in the world today, is an empirical faith. It is rooted in objective, historical, verifiable evidence. And we might add, not in a little bit of evidence, not in a small amount of evidence, Christianity is supported by overwhelming evidence By a mountain of evidence, folks, the tomb of the Lord Jesus Christ on that first Easter Sunday morning was empty. And had it not been empty, the moment the apostles started preaching the resurrection, they wouldn't have done so. They weren't even anticipating a resurrection. But let's just say for the sake of discussion that they started to preach the resurrection. When there was no resurrection... You know what the Jewish and or Roman authorities would have done? They would have gone to the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea where the body of Christ was laid. 
They would have opened the tomb. They would have produced the body and paraded it down the streets of Jerusalem and said to everybody, look, here's the body. What these apostles are preaching is ridiculous. Here it is. They couldn't do that. Well, of course they couldn't do that. The body was stolen. The Roman or Jewish authorities stole the body. Think about that for a moment. You know, there are actually people who believe that. The body was stolen. Are you kidding me? What reason would the Jewish or Roman authorities have? What motivation would they have to steal the body of Christ? They didn't want to start the Christian movement. They wanted to stomp out the Christian movement. No, no, you're getting me wrong. The, the disciples stole the body. Really? What motivation would they have to steal the body of Christ? Do you know what the disciples went through? for preaching the resurrection. If church history is correct, every single one of them, without exception, apart from John, was died a martyr's, a horrible martyr's death. And John was banished to the Isle of Patmos. Why would they steal the body? They had no motivation to do so. To preach a false resurrection. Now, the reason the tomb was empty is because Jesus had risen from the dead. And the tomb was not only empty that first Sunday morning, but Jesus made all sorts of post-resurrection appearances, not just here, but on so many other occasions, including on one occasion, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, to 500 brethren at one time. Paul goes on to say, of whom the greater part remain unto the present, but some have fallen asleep. And you know what Paul is saying there? Of those 500 brethren that Jesus appeared to on that one glorious occasion, most are still living, most are still alive, which means you can put them on the stand and interrogate them and see if they're El Netzo. Christ showed himself alive after his passion, Acts 1-3, by many infallible proofs, being seen of them for 40 days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Now, what this means for you this morning is this. It's absolutely irrational for anyone to reject the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 